0: to me this morning let us pray father we thank you we bless you father for we are gathered at your feet this morning Father, we thank you father for by your spirit we'll be fed father we'll be blessed by your word father and we'll be doers of sin in jesus name we pray amen uh i love the prayers that uh our brother led us to pray this morning uh Some of them touched on the things I want to talk about this morning. You know, interestingly, uh, last night um, some of us were praying together, and those prayers were some of the prayers we also prayed about. So you can say the spirit is one. Um, since the beginning of the month, Reverend started it, and many speakers on uh, Statue of Day rights i Have been acting on same, and uh, our guest speaker on Wednesday the same person that will come today. George Osawai. Uh, Act on same. Everything has been geared towards gaining financial momentum. Everything has been geared towards equipping us to see to the fact that the will of God concerning our finances, you know, is established. Hallelujah. However, the direction of my, uh, 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 you know, presentation or teaching this morning came from the fact that from observation, from interaction, from everything around, there is that possibility of some looking at the things that we have been, you know, learning or the things that we are being taught, and for them to feel like there's nothing new. Because really, if anybody has been around for a while, there's nothing, absolutely none of the things we have been taught since the beginning of the month that is uh, entirely strange. At one time or the other, most of us have heard, learned or read about them before. And there's that tendency, if I want to just be like, That is just theory they are talking about, I beg. This money matter, I know they work like that, you know, and all that, and all that. But the truth of the matter is that we are being taught from the word of God, hallelujah. It is not a secular financial, you know, meeting. In fact, the people that are teaching us do not lay claim to be, to being gurus, but rather they take from the word and teachers and as children of God Bible tells us in second Timothy 3 16 that all scriptures all scripture is God breathed you know and it is useful for teaching for rebuking correcting and training in righteousness so whether you have heard it countless times whether you are hearing it for the first time the word will do one thing for you or the other for some it will teach them for some, it will rebuke them for not adhering to some of the things that they, they, they've been taught in the past, or they have learned or read about in the past, or that God has, you know, exposed them to some time before. For some, it will correct the, the course of their lives. For some, it will correct their mindset. For some, it will be bringing correction to them. For some, it will train them. But all this is geared towards, you know, All this is done in righteousness. Hallelujah. All this is done in righteousness. So that is how we should take this teaching. Hallelujah. That is how we should take this teaching again. There will be a lot of repetition. There will be a lot of repetition. And some might be like, can't we talk about something new? Can't we talk about something different? You know? But the truth is that There is safety in such repetition. There is need for it. You know, Paul, writing to the Philippians in Philippians 3.1, he said, finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. To write the same things to you, to me, indeed, is not grievous. Another translation says it's not burdensome. Another one says it's not tedious. To repeat the same thing, to write, same right about the same thing to address the same thing to to keep you know apping on the same thing to you for me it is not grievous it is not burdensome it is not tedious you know it's not a problem it is not out of want of something else to talk about it is not out of lack of other ideas but for you it is safe for you it is advantageous for you it is necessary for you, it is of benefit. So there's benefit, there's safety, there's advantage in these things being repeated to us over and over and over again. Over and over and over again. There's safety in it. There's benefit in it. You see, this is what I'm going to say. Uh uh, what I mentioned in my wife she excites me but i told her it is the truth and that's what it is you know the first Sunday that I ever started uh, uh the five finger rules of finance for example even if i have heard about uh, don't eat with all your fingers uh, don't spend as much as you earn don't save as much as you can and all that before even if we have read about it learned about it, gone to seminars for things like that before, every single one of us we really form, you know, a kind of mindset from teachings and all that, that give us knowledge. But the way we apply it, like they say, that wisdom is the application of knowledge. When it comes to application, we differ, every one of us. Our individuality comes to play in it. Hallelujah. For example, up until now, I believe in saving, but I never believed in saving for saving sake. You know, I never believed in saving for saving sake. I believed in saving, okay, you save, you save, you save, you have money in bulk, opportunities come, you invest it. But you know, in the course of that teaching, something struck me and says, What's wrong with saving for opportunities to come to use? And what is wrong in having another portion that you save just for saving sake? What's wrong with it? Just for saving sake. Just to help you in the discipline of saving. And I decided that very first Sunday that, okay, as money comes my way, and like I've said before, as money comes my way, and as I always believe that every morning, every time God blesses you, Like the scripture says, that it gives bread to the eater and seed to the sower. That everything that comes into your hand, there's a portion that is for you to eat. And there's a portion for you to sow. That henceforth, as I save money, as I keep money aside, for the purpose of being able to assess and utilize an opportunity when it comes, I will also be keeping something, it might be small. But it helps, you know, to, to entrench that discipline of saving. It might be small, but I will be saving it just for saving sake. That is part of the application of the knowledge we have garnered for me. So we have been taught the same thing. We will have the same knowledge. But wisdom is displayed in our application of that knowledge. Hallelujah. So in thinking about this, in preparing for this morning... You know rolling things in my mind praying that the spirit of god will help me i was taken to the book of proverbs in my bible in one of my bibles reading through the synopsis of the book of proverbs it says what is a proverb and i was wondering why i was taken there then it dawned on me that we all should take these teachings like we will take the proverbs we should take these teachings like Proverbs. Hallelujah. It says, what is a proverb? For example, a secular proverb seeks to state a general truth. It is a general truth. Yeah, some say that, oh, most rich people, most billionaires don't tell you exactly what they did to get to that point. They come and tell you, save, don't spend, do this and that, and that, which is something that almost everybody will teach you. But you see, a proverb is a general truth. It might not be the absolute truth, but it's a general truth, such as you find in the circular world, a fool and his money are soon parted. You know, it is brief, but rich with meaning. Words like no pain, no gain. It says a proverb is practical. It gives advice that is useful in the real world. For example, it's teach. In Time Saves 9, it should be applied. The reader should consider what changes he should make in his own life in light of the proverb. Hallelujah. The reader should consider what changes he should make in his own life in light of the proverb. You know? For example, charity begins at home. It is... Proverbs are largely derived from astute observations about how life usually works the creator of a proverb shows himself very knowledgeable and perspective able to see what is generally true to draw conclusions from it hallelujah hallelujah now let's see what the book of proverbs itself tells us so i'll read book of proverbs chapter one I read the first few verses of the book of Proverbs. It says, the Proverbs of Solomon, the son of, the son of David, king of Israel. This Proverbs, what is their aim? It says, to know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding, to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, judgment, and equity to give subtlety to the simple, to the young man knowledge and discretion. A wise man will hear it and will increase in learning. A man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsels. To understand the proverb and the interpretation, the words of the wise and their dark sayings, This is the purpose why we should handle these things like Proverbs, Because it will give us instructions. Instructions of wisdom, justice, judgment, equity. It will bring balance to us. Hallelujah. It will give subtlety to the simple. The young men will attain knowledge and be more discretionary. They will be more discretionary. A wise man will hear, and we increase learning. Hallelujah. A man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsel. We should not throw these things away. Like I said, it brings knowledge of how things are praised to us. Like I read in that synopsis earlier, it could be general. The knowledge could be general. The application is where we display wisdom these past days, over these past weeks, we have learned about being diligent at what we do. You know, we have learned about trusting on God, trusting in God, in our finances, in our business ventures, in our endeavors, and not just being reliant on on our own understanding or, or just the secular knowledge that we gather alone. Trusting God, trusting to lead us from the inside out. We pray this morning that we receive light. Hallelujah. That's part of what we have learned over these past days. Believing, confessing right about financial matters. Hallelujah. Having the right attitude towards money. We have learned that. Being excellence minded, we have learned that. All these things are things we have learned. In the application of these things, we will display wisdom. And there's something that will do for us. There's something that will do for us. Like I said earlier, many people have come. You can see the teachings we have been receiving as counsels. You know what does the Bible talk or say about counsels? Proverbs 15:22 says, Without counsel, purposes, plans are disappointed. Without counsel, purposes, plans, endeavours are disappointed. But in the multitude of counselors they are established they are established that's the purpose of everybody speaking to us talking to us you know this month talking about finances even our prayers are geared in that direction it is to establish us it is to establish our plan our dreams hallelujah hallelujah proverbs 14 proverbs 11 14 says where there is no counsel the people fail. But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. Remember, I mentioned earlier in Philippians 3.1 that Paul talked about the fact that repeating the same thing to people, harping on it, hammering on it, is not burdensome. It is not, it should not tire people. And it's not tiresome for him himself. But rather, it is to bring safety. It seems to bring you know, to establish people. It is to, to establish a certain truth in people. Hallelujah. It is to establish a certain truth in people. Bible says that, you know, God doesn't bring money to anybody in that sense. We pray that angels of God cause money to come away and all that and all that. Money is not printed in heaven. Money is not printed in heaven. It is printed on earth. God can channel people your way, God can channel opportunities your way. In fact, the Bible says that God is the one that gives us power to make wealth. He gives us power to make wealth. And we know that everything that God does, he does by his word. It is through his word that he will empower us to make wealth. And we are being empowered right now. Hallelujah. This month, we are being empowered. We are being empowered. You might have heard it before. It might be something you just read. It might be something you are working on. But remember, every one of us at one point or the other, we are either going to be taught by these words, rebuked by this word, corrected by this word, or trained by this word. We must not despise these teachings. We must not shut down our hearts, our minds to any aspect of this teaching. I remember somebody was beside me that first Sunday. I was, this one, that reverend is saying that. Uh, we should live some, does it mean that we should not live well again? Does it mean that one cannot do certain things? And I said, that is not what it means. This is knowledge being shared. The application has to be personal, and that's where you display wisdom. You can live well, you can do this well. There are some things that somebody will do that I will not do in that sense. But the general understanding of these teachings must not be lost on us. It must not be wasted on us. My application might be different from yours. Reverend's application might be different from mine, in that sense. But the general knowledge, the forefront, the very center, the very pivot, the cardinal points, the cardinal essentials of these teachings must never be lost on us. They must never be lost on us. We must open our hearts. Paul talked about the Israelites of old, about the fact that the same word that came to us came to them, but it did not profit them because they did not mix it with faith in their heart. I dare say because they locked their hearts. Their hearts were locked to it. They didn't open their hearts to it. So I enjoin you this morning, brethren. In all of these teachings, let us be open-hearted. Let us be plain. Let us receive these teachings on gaining financial momentum these teachings on how to run our finances this month with open heart whether you have learned it in the past whether you have attempted practicing some and you have failed at it or not whether you have made successes at it it does not matter let us be open-minded about it let us receive these teachings with open mind and you see once your heart is open it will be easy for god's spirit to nudge you in one direction or the other as to the change or changes you might need to do in what aspect or the other in your finances, where you begin to see, you know, palpable changes, begin to see obvious, obvious differences. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, the scripture tells us that, you know, in the Old Testament, it says that you should hold your peace and that the Lord will fight your battle for you. Hallelujah. But well, see, the book of Proverbs tells us, one of the ways that you fight that battle is not that you go and fold your hands. One of the ways the Lord will help you to fight that battle is not that you fold your hand and uh, nothing happens. In Proverbs 24, verse 6, the Bible says, For by wise counsel thou shalt make thy war. By white, wise counsel. In this, our financial warfare, that's what I want to call it, by wise counsel, we will make our war. And in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. Notice this. From the New Testament to to, to the Old Testament and all over, in the multitude of counselors, in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. There's always safety. Why? It suggests that we take... We open ourselves you know, to other points of view. Don't be close-minded about the way things are, about the way things run. That's what we are taking from all this, because when you have many counselors, sometimes they'll be divergent in their opinions. They'll be divergent in what they are teaching you. But hey, take all the counsels, put it on the, on the table, spread it out, view things from different points of view, Hallelujah. That's what it suggests. From different counsellors, many counsellors, there is safety in the fact that you're able to look at the salient points of their counsellors. You're able to look and draw from experiences. You're able to draw from their experiences. You're able to draw from what they've done that worked. Yes, you are not in an exact same position Circumstances around you might not be exact same ones as the ones they faced, but hey, essentially, we all face the same things in this world. We all face the same things in this world. The coloration might be different, but essentially, fundamentally, we all face the same things in this world. Hallelujah. So we can gather knowledge from these councils. We can take from people's experiences. We can avoid pitfalls that they fell into. We can get out of pitfalls we have f- fallen into, just the way they got out of theirs. In the multitude of counselors, there is safety. There is protection. There is benefit. Hallelujah. There is benefit. That is what I would have us take from 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 the teachings we are taking, you know? The Bible says that he who trusts in himself is a fool, but he who walks in wisdom is kept safe. He who walks in wisdom is kept safe. He who who walks in wisdom is kept safe, you know? It is wise to not be locked up in your mind. It is wise to not be locked up in your mind in the course of this month we have been you know directed to 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 go read about the ants just like reverend read to us when he started the teaching on on the five fingers of uh of rules of finance proverbs 6 says to go to the ants you sluggard you know the word sluggard in the ordinary sense suggests a lazy person it suggests a lazy person but you see when you read through you see that it talks about the ants gathering and it was not referring to somebody that was lazy so lazy that he was not he was not working or making you know generating money or generating uh, resources in that sense. But what makes that person sluggard is the fact that they don't plan, they don't take counsel to plan for when one will go through the valley period. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The word sluggard suggests a lazy and sluggish person. Somebody that is not sharp enough, not sharp enough. Hallelujah. In the course of this month, we have learned that we should be sharp in our spirit as well when it comes to financial matters. Whether you want to invest, whether you want to to, to, to invest, whether you want to sell, whether you want to do whatever. That we should not just follow indices that we see alone, you know. You can go through indices, you can look at this, you can look at fundamentals, you can do all that. And we should, but we should also be sharp. We should not be sluggard in the spirit. None of these teachings should be thrown away. Everything should be taken on board. There's safety in them. There is safety in them. There is safety in them. There is safety in them. Oh, you have financial dreams. You want to gain financial freedom. You want to get to a point where, whether you work or not, your lifestyle will not reduce, will not drop. You want to get to a point where, whether you work or not, your bills are paid, your needs are met, and you have enough to give to others. I dare say that is what everybody wants. Okay, maybe not everybody, most people would want. But the Bible says that through wisdom a house is built. Proverbs 24, 3 to 4. Through wisdom a house is built. By knowledge it is filled with precious things. By knowledge it is filled with precious things. Through wisdom that your dream of gaining financial freedom. Through wisdom that your desire that's your aspiration you know of being able to meet all needs and being free to do benevolence work through wisdom it will be achieved by knowledge it will be fulfilled hallelujah and here we are being infused with knowledge here we are being taught to be wise don't let us be foolish let us be open-minded it is for our safety let us receive the word with meekness and let us allow it be engrafted into us and that is what is able to save our souls hallelujah thank you brethren for being with me this morning god bless us all as we step into the day as we ruminate over these things that we have been taught as we allow the, light, allow the light of god on our inside to guide us and direct us that way we'll be able to live in prosperity we'll be able to have enough to give to others to do the work of ministry and achieve all that god has set for us to achieve thank you very much have a lovely day